0: Jason Cass with Agents Influence Podcast, and here we are for a continuing the theme of These Times of the Young Agent. And uh, why do we name it that? We name it that because if you've listened to two of the other podcasts I've had so far, I talk about how the uh, young agent is no longer the future of the business. Now, I say that in my perspective because I'm 37, been going at this since I was 23 years old, and I've realized that I've always been told that you're the up and coming, Jason. It's your generation. Your generation is the one that's going to take the lead. And what I'm trying to prove through this theme of these times of the young agent is that these are our times. We are no longer the future. We are now the present. We are the ones that have learned, have taken all the wisdom we possibly can from the veteran agents out there, and we are mixing it with our energy, our talents, our new ideas, our understanding and use of technology, and and we're using it to better ourselves and better our system. So that's why I wanted just to take a second, and I wanted to take a couple weeks, and I wanted to actually do these times of the young agent. So before I get back onto that, I'm going to talk um, around this podcast about my own agency and the things that we're doing, and I have two young agents that have joined me, and I want to talk about why I feel as if they wanted to join. I also feel as if I know why they're why they're happy, and I'm dealing with a lot of things that probably a lot of you agents out there, maybe you young agents are dealing with your current agency owner, or maybe you're an agency owner and you're dealing with the young agents, because even though I'm young, um, and so are they... Um, Uh, We're all young at heart, keep in mind. It's still a process to learn how we're going to work together and how, yes, at the age of 37, I'm thinking, how am I going to perpetuate this agency? That's something that I know a lot of veteran agents who are in their 40s, 50s, and even 60s and 70s still have not thought about. And I realize how important that is not only to the agency, but also to find those who are going to help the agency grow so I wanna get on with that um, before I do I just wanna to say to you for a second do you know that agents influence which is actually being rebranded right now as grow podcast do you know, have you been to GrowProgram.com lately? If you haven't, I encourage you to go there. Go to GrowProgram.com um, because I got to tell you guys, the the group has been working overtime and hardcore on making sure that uh, that we're delivering value. We've On our old website, we had a lot of good stuff, but it was confusing. There was too much content, too much being written, and so we kind of made it short and impactful right to the point. And one of the new things that we're doing at GrowProgram.com which is you know I I encourage you go there it's unbelievable is right at the beginning you can grab a free membership Now what does that mean? A free membership means that you get over 40 high impact videos and our four-part internet marketing tune-up course. That four-part internet marketing tune-up course is actually the first four mile markers of the DEMA roadmap. And so you get to see that and you get to live it and say, hey, is this for me? Now we do have paid memberships there. Um, We've got uh, tens. I think right now we have about a little over 80 some agents, I want to say 85, but I don't know if that's 85 or 90 or 80, but it's right in there of agents who are paid members to our to either to our mastermind, to our DEMA roadmap, um, and, and uh, also to our grow agency, to our grow blogs. So we do a lot of different things for agents, and I just want you to know that you're more than welcome to come be a part of it. We also have some free stuff there, which is this podcast, absolutely free. I take my time to spread the message, spread the word but it is free for me to do it. I also have the insurance marketing advice, also aka grow um, blogs, and those are grow posts where you can, how to create a marketing plan for your agency, your digital presence, trusted choice, and rising tides. Why are you Why are you really creating content for your prospects and your customers? Those are just three of the type of, of blogs that you can find there. Also, you can also find our live show, which is the grow show. Um, that's done by me and Joey Gingola, Uh bomb ass agent, excuse me, I had to use the ASS word because it's that emphatic of how good he is, Um, he's an agent out of Ohio, and there's the Grow Show, or you can just simply come in and you can sign up to get our blogs and get our podcasts, we allow you to dive directly in and dive deep, we also allow you just to kind of swim at the top and just kind of test test the water before you dive deep into it, so I encourage you, go to growprogram.com, they've got everything listed there, all of our programs, all of our free stuff you want to find out about our blog our podcast it's really really exciting the stuff that you get for just becoming a free member I'm telling you, it's pretty incredible, no one out there is doing it, and what is, why are we doing this? Because it's all about trying to help you so that you can help this industry and move it forward. Okay? So, once again, I do also appreciate all the um, all of the reviews that I have on iTunes and that we have on Stitcher that allows those uh, platforms to show our podcasts and get our word out, and I say our, and I'm not talking about me and the team, I'm talking about me and you, because keep in mind agents influence is taking a vo- those who have a no voice and giving them a voice and projecting it around the world and that's what we do here at agents influence so i do want to get on though um, with some of the stuff that has regards to the young agent and carrying this theme forward so as you guys know um and maybe you don't uh but i i know i've got a ton of loyal listeners out there but i'm 37 years old i got in the industry um i was hired in 2001 Uh, actually on Christmas Eve by my main mentor still to this day Mike Beard and uh, it was a unique story of how I got got into the industry but it was I just simply fell into it I mean there's no other way to put it my father-in-law was successful with insurance but um, I actually met him in his last year in the career whenever I started dating his daughter who's now my wife and he always told me I needed to be insurance and I never really listened to him and I thought to myself yeah right I'll never be an in insurance one day in my life and here I am making a podcast for all other agents to learn the things that I've learned and what other agents have learned go figure that's life. But the thing that was the most impactful of it was that I went out and got my own life and health license. And I remember the day that I'm sitting in front of Mike Beard and I told him, I said, Mike, I said, this is what I want to do. I want to do life and health. And his exact words backward to me were, Jason, if you go out there and you try to do life and health, you're going to be bankrupt and dead in the water within two months. And and you know what he was right. He was very very right in what was going to happen. And I thank Mike every day um, for for bringing me that perspective. But here's what he did say. He said, Jason, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to pay you hourly hourly rate. You're going to answer the phone upstairs. Or um, excuse me, uh, out front. You're going to answer the phone. And and when you do, you know you're going to learn insurance. And I thought, said to myself, I, when people call, I have no idea what to say. I have no idea what to do. And he said, Jason, there's really only about 10 to 15 questions that every client's going to ask. Every once in a while, you're going to get that shock question of something that's not uh, not expected and not routine. He said, but once you do it and you you get those 10 to 15 questions down, you're going to seem like a rock star and you're going to seem like you know everything about insurance. So I sit out there for about six months, and sure enough, I learned a lot. Now here was the key with Mike, and I encourage you uh, agency owners out there trying to train your young agents. Anytime he would go on to an appointment, he would take me with him, and he'd tell me to sit in the back of the room, and he'd say, Jason, don't say a word. Um, Just listen to what's going on and take notes. So then I'd do that, and we'd go around, and we'd do the inspection, and he'd ask all the questions and get the feel for the client and the relationship that the current client has, or agent has now. And so he would, he, we would get back to the office and he'd throw me the accord forms and he'd say, fill them out. Well, as you can imagine, if you've ever filled out accord forms, which I think are the most archaic thing of the insurance industry, yes, you can applaud because there's other agents who feel the same way about you. They're archaic, boring, and dumb. I do understand their purpose, I do understand the impact that they have on the agency, not only with agency on us filling it out in submissions, but also the way that those fields are used for download, and they're used as a standard. Now keep in mind, in the insurance industry, we have no such thing as a standard, and that's one of our problems in this industry, is that banks have standards, that's why you can use your Visa card in Germany, and you can also use it in America, And, and but we don't have standards. We have supposed standards, but at the end of the day, the insurance companies and all the vendors just happen to do it the, the way that they want to. Um, you know, And I think that works, but I also think it doesn't work, and it could be a lot more simplified. Different podcast, another day. And so as I kind of got going, I realized that uh, the agency that I want to work for was in my hometown, a little bit away. Um, and so I was driving, when I found Mike Beard, I was driving about 30, 35 minutes one way and and I finally found an agency in my town that wanted to hire me now keep in mind I had, I had went back to them in 2001 it's now 2004 and they didn't want to give me the time of day because they said that I had no experience uh, that was their loss at the time but I started taking all their business so they came and found me uh, they made me a deal that I could not absolutely refuse. I remember this to this day. It was around October um, of 2004, and I went to Mike and I sat down in front of him, and it was so tough. It's it's even just tough to even think about now. And I said, Mike, as great as you've been to me and everything that you've taught me, I've got a better opportunity for my family. And I said, and I think I'm going to have to go join the insurance partnership in 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 Centralia. And he looked right at me, and it was so awesome. He said to me, he said, Jason. You have to do what's good for your family, and you have to do what's best for your family, and if you feel as if that's best, I support you. Well, that was a huge weight off my shoulders, but here's the second part that showed me the type of guy that Mike really was. He said, I know you're gonna go after your current book of business that you have with me. I'm gonna allow you to take it. You can have it. He said, here's the difference, and this is the only thing I ask. He said, if you ever walk in on an account And you're trying to write that account and you find out that that account is is written by me i ask that you stay away from it to this day i've ran into probably three four five just a handful of his accounts and i've never written one of them as soon as i found out that it was written by him i walked out the door i did that not only because there's enough insurance in this world and there's plenty of people that we can find with prospects but it was the fact that this gentleman had taken his time to take a young agent who was 23 years old and he invested his time in me he paid me eight dollars an hour to answer the phone for six months and he told me Jason whenever you're ready he says just pick it take an office and I'll pay, I'll put you in the back so here I was journeying out onto my own and see here's the key and this is the reason why I tell you this story is because when I started to do this I was told by the other agency that I was gonna have ownership and that I was going to be able to lead that agency and buy it from the current owners. Keep in mind, I was, thir- I was 27 years old when I joined that agency. And when I joined that agency, I, had, I, I thought that I was going to be the owner. I thought that I was going to be able to do the things that they told me that they were going to allow me to do. And over the course of the next four or five years, I couldn't even get them to sit down and discuss this with me. Now, here was the thing that I always said, and, and, and you know, probably if for you young agents out there, if you feel this way, one of the places that I made a mistake in is that I didn't say this directly to my agency owner. Now, keep in mind, I'm 27-year-old 20, producer at this time, but by the time I was wanting to get ownership and follow through on the plan they had said, I was about 30, 31 years old. And one of the things that, uh, that, that really hit me was is that the majority of these agents, the second youngest agent besides me at the age of 30, was I believe 62 or 63. And then they just got older from there, okay? Now, nothing against age or anything, but I was making all the money. They had made a promise to me. I was ready for it to be fulfilled. But here was the key. This is what I never said to my, to my agent, but, or to my agency owner, but this is the way I felt. I don't want to be an owner today. I don't want to be an owner tomorrow. And I don't even want to be one next year or three years from now, but here's what I want to know. I want to know that every year that goes by, I get a little bit percentage in the agency so that finally in 10 years, when you hand me the keys and I'm 40 years old, this ship has been steered a little bit each year to the direction that I feel and not most importantly not me, but the way that the consumer is demanding we roll and we float today in business. And I couldn't get them to do that, I just couldn't and, uh, and it was frustrating. But yes I should have told them face to face that, but that's the way I always felt. So finally, um, I've decided to leave, and I started my own agency. Actually, incorporated and got my agency license on twelve twenty-two of two thousand nine. Opened up JDC Insurance Group on one one of twenty ten. And uh, what an exciting time! What a scary time! I had no idea what to do. Um, I did, but I just didn't know how to run an agency. I knew how to sell commercial insurance and a little bit of personal lines. Um, my my my. Uh, my my I had a one-year non-compete so I couldn't even go after the business that I wanted to go after I was working out of the basement of my home Uh, I didn't have enough money to have a a, a storefront why if that's important yes if it's not no big deal you guys know that I feel multiple ways on that Um, at the time I had a 10-year-old um, who was getting ready to turn eleven and I also had a three-year-old who was getting ready to turn four I had uh, two car payments I had a house payment I didn't know how I was gonna pay my health insurance for my family um, I, I, I was I was dead broke and when you don't have a job you can't get a loan and so I've been there a matter of fact I've started three books from actual scratch and it's not been easier every time I did it it hasn't been it's been tough but I want you to know if you're thinking out there about going on your own or you're thinking about making that leap forward it can be done and it has been done by hundreds if not thousands of agents across but I'm telling you what there's sacrifices but every one of those sacrifices is kind of like burning down a tree you burn down a tree and three pop up it was the same way we sacrificed but it's those things and today um, I lead an organization Um, to where I have two awesome, bright, intelligent uh, agents who I like to call my partners because that's what they are. And when you're trying to find that young agent of today, Mr. Veteran Agent, they need to be your partner. They need to be your agent, but they need to know that down the line they have an opportunity. And that's what I believe that uh, when I found Ryan back in August of of 2014, and actually great little story. I didn't even find him; he found me through this podcast. So he was a loyal listener of the podcast. And I remember I was on vacation in uh, in Florida, and it was right around the first of August. And he called me, and he's like, uh, "Hey, I just want you to know I follow your podcast and everything like that. I've started my own agency right out of my um, right out of my home. I got my E and I've got my phone system. I followed everything." You've said, Jason, and here's my problem. And I said, what's that? He says, I can't find markets. And so I said, well, have you checked SIAA out? Have you checked uh, SMART? There, there's a lot of different, the Iroquois Group. There's a lot of places out there, clusters and aggregators. Yes, there is a difference. And, and we checked those out. Have you, have you looked at those? So after finally about two or three phone calls, I know it sounds funny that I didn't ask this question right off the bat, but I said to him, I said, hey, by the way, where are you located? And he said to me, I'm located in Highland, Illinois. Well, for all you guys that don't know, which a lot of you don't, and that's okay, especially if you're listening around the world, uh, you have no idea where that is. Well, it happened to be about 35 to 40 minutes from me. And I thought, whoa, 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 let's change the whole conversation here. Here's what I'm gonna do. I'm going to teach you commercial insurance because at the time he was working underneath another agent at State Farm. And I'm going to invest all my time in you. And that's what I'm going to do. And so I said, you come join me. I'll give you the markets and we'll roll. And uh, he did. And one of the things that Ryan told me was, is that um, right now I get between 200 to $250 an hour to sit on the phone with an agent and listen to their problems and tell them how, um, you know, how they can grow, how they can sell. I talked, to agency owners every week about how you should pay your producers, how you should be looking at different types of expenses, how you should be doing different types of things. And so so he said, if I can get that for free, I'm going to join you. And so that's what we did. And uh, we taught him insurance. We taught a lot. We, we marketed. If you guys don't know, I'm big into Facebook and digital marketing. I don't advertise in the newspaper, the phone book, billboards, any of that stuff, which I'm kind of to find out a lot of agents don't, which kudos to you. And then uh, for the past two or three years, I had been going after another agent who worked for a direct writer here in town, um, Country Companies, which is a huge direct writer in the state of Illinois. And I had been going after him because the dude had been winning like every award that they could give away. And he was a good guy. I knew him. He was an athlete. Um, I knew actually his older brother had went to school with me and I knew his his um, middle brother, but he was the youngest of the family of four. And I knew that he was quality. Well, lo and behold, uh, come in April of this year, he gave me a call out of the blue and said, you know, there was, a, there was kind of a, a story that went with it. We don't have time for that right now. But he said, basically, I'm ready to join JDC Insurance Group. Now one of the things he asked me, which is this is really important out there, is after we went through the contract and how he was going to get paid and bonuses and where his position was in the agency and yada yada yada, he said something to me right after we got done signing the contract. He says, Jason, make me two promises. I said, what is it? He says, number one, that you change the name of the agency. Now see, for all you agency owners out there, I see you guys a lot and I hear you guys talking on Facebook or LinkedIn groups or whatever about changing the agency to your own personal name. I will tell you right now, if you want to get young agents and you want to make them feel part of the organization, don't do it. It needs to be something all-encompassing. So effective last Monday, today is 10-12. So whatever that would have been, around 10-6, let's see, do the math a little bit better than that, 10-5. Around 10-5, we officially became the Insurance Alliance. It's on the window. We have all of our new cards. We have our new stationery. We have our new social sites that uh, probably have been posted by the time you hear this. Um, But they have uh, our new website. We have totally rebranded to the Insurance Alliance. And this was big. This was big for Ryan, and this was big for Travis, and this was big for me as the agency owner. See, when I first started, I thought JDC Insurance Group would just be me and Lori for the rest of our agency life. And I, was gonna, and I was growing, and I've been telling agencies for a while, one of the best ways to grow is to get out there and be social and be digital and be in the community and start using the tools to amplify all the things that you have done, all the other veteran agents have done over the last 15, 20, 25 years, but taking those tools and using them to amplify and get to know more people. And I always said that was one of the top and best ways to grow. One thing I've learned after the last year is is the best way to grow is to get agents involved in your agency. And here's the key. A lot of you guys can do that and a lot of you are, but you haven't been successful in keeping them. And my question to you is, have you made them feel welcome? See, I learned off of what I went through in 05 to 2010. Great agency. I don't down that agency at all. But I was never made to feel a part of it. I just kind of was made to feel as if I was the gerbil that was on the wheel while everybody else just kind of sat there and watched me. And that wasn't inclusive. That didn't make me feel as if I was part of the organization. And upon learning that and understanding that, I I kind of was able to take that and, and mold that into understanding what an agent wants today. Now, here's the thing. You guys may have heard me talk about this and may not. I feel as if someone who is in between the age of about 35 and 40 is in a unique position. So if that's you, listen up. I feel as if we're in a unique position because as far as leaders, um, we're able to look back to the people who are younger than us and be able to relate to them. And we're able to look at that millennials and say, I understand what's important to you. I understand how you use technology. I understand how you see that we should be selling. I understand how you need to be included and that's important to your generation. But I also can look up the ladder, and I can look at the 40s and 50s and 60-year-olds, and I can see where they come from. And I can understand that they are solid in the ways that the things I've always done are the things I want to continue to do. Now, I don't always agree with that, but I can understand their reasoning of where it came from. These are agents who, they are making, you know, three four five hundred thousand $500,000 a year. At the end of the day, they walk out the back door and they get in their nice Mercedes Benz or Lexus and they drive home and they look at someone like me or they look at someone younger than me and they say, how dare you try to tell me? It's not so much that we're trying to tell you, Mr. Veteran Agent, it's the fact that we have new ideas and we need your wisdom to mix with those new ideas and then electricity happens. And so that's where I think that I'm a little unique in being able to understand what's important to Ryan and what's important to Travis. Am I perfect with it? By no means. And there's things every day that Ryan says to me or Travis says to me that makes me realize that sometimes I'm not being um, logical and I'm not understanding the importance of why they want to be affected and they want to be included so what I have done with them is yes I've made commitments to them if they do so much business over the course of a year three years five years seven years they're going to see ownership there's an initial buy-in where they have to put cash up front but afterwards they pay it with their equity their sweat equity they bust their ass in here they understand that we have that we have an obligation to this community and we have an obligation to our clients and we have an obligation to those future prospects and most importantly by making Making those three an obligation, you fulfill the biggest obligation, which is creating self-improvement inv- uh, self, uh, in yourself, and most importantly, giving your family the life they need. And I'm not talking about financially. That's a part of it. But I'm talking about time. There's no better flexibility. And you've heard the last two agents with Boyd McGee and Lisa and Will talk about that as well, about the freedom that they have to do what they want, to grow their families, to grow themselves as individuals. There's no better, no better um, profession out there. And, and, and see, that's the story that we need to carry forward as agency owners. That's the story we need to carry forward if you're the young agent, understanding that, yes, you need to be involved, but you need to get your friends involved. Now, why do you want to do that? Why don't you just want all the business for yourself? Well, that's not how this industry works. I was there. I was there. Once again, I was there. It was me in my basement, and I was growing, putting on around $40,000 in commission uh, a year, and that's, that's what I was doing at my own agency. Is there agents that do higher than that? Sure. But I will tell you right now, according to Reagan's best practices, that if you're doing $40,000 a year, um, you're doing pretty well. Keep in mind, Lori, who is my assistant who works in Georgetown, Colorado, nine, uh, 984 miles away from me, um, she worked on an average of 15 hours a week. So that's what we were doing, and we were growing, and we still are. I'll say in 2014 we didn't grow as much, but right now we're up 23% um, over last year. And so it's really, really impactful. But going back to it, it has to do with the fact that I listened. You know, if we don't listen to our customers and we don't listen to our prospects, we don't gain business. If we don't listen to our wives, or if we don't, excuse me, if we don't listen to our spouse, we're not going to solidify and grow a relationship. If we don't listen to our mothers and fathers when we were younger and when we're older, sometimes we're not going to make the best decisions. Why do we think it's any better by not listening to our CSRs? Why do we think it's different to not listen to our producers? Why do we think it's not different to listen to those who are trying to raise up and have that enthusiasm that maybe you did 15, 20, 30, 40 years ago? It's all relationships. That's all it is. And in a relationship, you want to feel included. You want to feel like you're part of the game. You want to feel like you're part of the message. You want to feel like you're part of the future and I believe that that is the difference. See, I I sit around and can give you a lot of things, and some of you say, well, how dare you? You've been in the business for 14 years. Yeah, but I've I've done a lot, and I've looked at what I did wrong, and I've looked at what I think I did right, and I'm just trying to echo that to you. That's all I'm trying to do. It's what we do here at Agents Influence. It's what we do at the Grow Program. And so, you know, that's my story. That's my story of me. That's my story of Ryan. That's my story of Travis. And I guarantee you, the things that we're doing and them listening to me and me listening to them, most importantly, I believe is going to create an agency that's going to be. Um, unsurpassed. Now, what is our future? Our future is in the next 12 to 18 months, I'm doing everything I can to teach Ryan and teach Travis the insides of this game, to the operations, to understanding the importance of what those retention factors look like. What does it look like? How are we profitable in paying producers? Where should our marketing dollars be coming to? How do we create that customer? How do we understand that customer service is not the answer and it's the customer experience? Those are the things that I'm on a mission to teach them why because we're going to start buying agencies we're going to take advantage 84% of alt growth today comes through acquisition not organic well I've explained to the producers why would we go and take five policies or five clients over the course of 12 months from our lyris competitor when we can just go buy the whole book let's, let's try to make sense of this let's not try to just look at the way that we think it's always been done let's start looking at things how they are now, you know, I've, I've heard a lot that, uh, you know, perception is uh, is reality, and I think that's important, but sometimes your perception is your reality doesn't necessarily mean that it's right, and I think looking at other people's perceptions and looking at what's going on in the industry with the huge turnover, um, and I, I don't mean turnover, uh, if, that's not the right word, not turnover, but the lot of acquisitions that are going on. The average age in the agency and in the industry today is 58 years old. That's people who are preparing. Those are people who are saying now. A lot of you say, "Yeah," but they're not going to retire for five to seven years. A good perpetuation plan takes five or seven years to play out. Now's the time. One of the biggest transfers of wealth in American history. Is going on right now for the next 10 to 15 years how are you taking advantage of that and that's the other question that I have to ask you because see there's when you set that expectation that's where the agent that's where the young agent that's where your CSRs that's where people involved in your business start to buy in they start to buy in mentally and they start to buy in with the work that they do for you and your agency Keep in mind this isn't your agency anymore. If you have people working for you, this is an agency for all of you guys. And I think if we live that way, we keep that focused, we help young agents understand they have a future, we support them, we listen to their ideas, you're going to be successful in keeping these guys and gals. And I'll tell you some of the most high impactful agents that I know today, yes, are women. By by far, I actually did a series on them uh, on agents influence back last uh, May. May of this no no not May of this year. It would have been wow time flies. May of 2014 is actually when I did it, and I did the month of the woman. And uh, you go back and look at some of those women and listen to some of the things they're doing. Whoo! Well, I tell you what, they're knocking it out of the park, and and they're young agents. And That right there is the key. Lisa Lemensky, uh, who was actually on our um, on our podcast last week, she just won National Young Agent of the of the year. That is the highest award you can win. I sat at the highest position as National Chairman of the Young Agents, but I never won that award. And I gotta admit, Lisa. Kudos to you. I'm absolutely jealous because that's something I always wanted to win. I guess I still can. I'm only 37. Um, A lot of agencies or a lot of associations consider it 40 and under if you're a young agent. So that's about all that I have to say for today. I just want to remind you to go check out Grow Program and check out our free Grow membership. If you think that you learned anything from this podcast just by listening to me, whether I was on a rant or a ramble or really trying to give good information to you, it's nowhere comparable to what you're going to get at the free membership of the Grow Program. And uh, Feel free to reach out to me at any time you want It jason at growprogram.com, jason at growprogram.com. Also remember, you can go to insurance go to insurance and you can get my book there, which is Customer Services Just Foreplay, The Modern customer experience will separate you from your competition. And also you can always keep in mind uh, that if you get that free m- uh, grow membership, you'll actually also get the audio version of customer services just for play. So I encourage you to get out there, become a free member, no no strings attached, free member for the lifetime. and You could be 30 years old from, uh, and you're going to be getting our free membership and all the free things that we like to give out to you there. So This has been Jason Cass. Remember, tell me your thoughts and tell me your ideas, and I'm going to tell the world what you have to say. Let's go.